What's up, peeps? Thanks for tuning in. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you People doing? Suck. <laughs> Travesty. Hey, right, we got mu- we got music for days to talk about today. We do. Like music for absolute days. So uh, what what I'd actually like to start with? We do actually have a featured artist today. <laughs> Our featured artist uh, is a band called Resurgence. Reached out to us via the uh, the the email chain. Um, they are from Grafton and Coffs Harbor. New South Wales, Australia. Australia. Their debut album, Voices, was released on January 28th. Voices is a mixed and mastered by Al Pegg of Old Dog Studios, which is uh, in uh, Corndale of uh, New South Wales. Um, a vast range of influence create a sound full of aggression, catchy vocal melodies, and oozy, punchy riffs. Vocals and lyrics capture pure energy and emotions, either being about the rise and fall of punk or dealing with depression, anxiety, and knowing what the story is inside your head and fighting that little voice that puts you down. These guys are actually wicked cool, and they're actually a lot different than like, a, like pretty much anything that we've ever actually featured before, Agreed. which is why I was, uh, I was really excited to, uh, to uh, get, get them on an episode. Um, so we're going to share some tracks with you today. The first track I'm going to share with you today is going to be Envy. Enjoy.
Hell Headlines. This is me here with your newscasting for the day. <laughs> and now, with the news. And, and the weather. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm going to start with the uh, alcohol news. And beer is good. Close. So Coca-Cola has just launched four different kinds of drink mixers. You were going to say you saw that. I heard Connie showed it to me yesterday. I was, you were your third party. It was during my nap. I saw, she I, just I walks up to you while you're sleeping. I hey! Think, I think I saw kind a story of. about a kind month ago. Just like yelling at you. Like I was sleeping on the couch and all of a sudden there was a phone in front of my face. I was like, look at this. <laughs> Slapping the shit out of you. Uh, so. Well, it didn't, um, get, didn't quite get that weird. But. Right, whatever. Uh, so Coca-Cola launched a <laughs> new line of. Yeah, of a mixer exclusively meant to be paired with hard liquor. Uh, insider reports granted. Uh, the Coca-Cola signature mixtures will only be available in the UK at first. Lame. I saw. I saw that. Uh, I, so, I about a month ago, I so the four flavors are herbal, spicy, woody, smoky. So essentially, they're intended to be paired with a uh, different liquor or raw. You know what I mean? So you, you know, you kind of mix and match. I mean, it makes sense because think about what a, what is you know Jack and Coke, rum and Coke. It's like a you know, probably top five most popular drink, you know, most common drinks. Oh, you know well, what yeah. I mean? So, it would just make sense they're going to jump on the market for it. It surprises me that it took them this long. Mm. Well, well, here's the thing. It didn't take them this long because their products are all in bars. So. Right, of course. Um, so, this has taken uh, test phases for more than a year before it's perfected. So, they're taking their time with it, which is Always usually a good thing. If we know anything about video games, we know that taking your time makes a difference. Uh, 86 calories per bottle. Uh, but there is no diet version. Okay. Um, People are going to be drinking these just on their own. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like. Uh, so the mixes come in a contemporary Hutchinson glass bottle, which is a uh, remnant of 1894 when the product was bottled rather than served as a uh, soda fountain. Uh, it was developed by a renowned bartender from either London or Barcelona. So I guess they don't know which one he came from. Which I feel like that's just lazy yeah, on their part. Yeah, that seems like you like would have reached up. <laughs> You're just kind of figured it out before you just I think were that's like, probably hey, in the press. Well, he could be. It's probably in the press release too. Uh, so uh, in June it will be released. Uh, you should be able to buy the product in some liquor stores, uh, some grocery stores in the UK. Uh, but it, they're not sure if they're ready to bring this to the U.S., which I find weird. But oh, Coca-Cola is an American company. Like, <clears throat> so yeah, I thought that was kind of nifty. Makes sense. Interesting. You get everything with Coke. I, I think. Yeah, the, Coke, me, yeah. I think the problem Coke. with it in the states is that they have to jump <clears throat> through the whole. They're already a, a standardized product that children consume all the time. Right. Well, they used to put cocaine in it, so they're trying to bring the, the bad side <laughs> of it back. <laughs> trying to make up for lost time. Details. Yeah. Well, hey, if they could, they would. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> they could, they did. Um, you know what? Since we're talking about drugs, I found this. This has nothing to do okay, with then. anything about anything that here we, we do go. here. But I'm going to read the, the title right. to this. This is from uh, IFL Science. I okay. fucking love science. So, 
I'm going to read the title and I want to see what you guys think. So, shrimp failed drug tests for cocaine, ketamine, Xanax, and volume. Like the shrimp itself? Yes. And wait, what was the last or one? Or makes me fail said No, 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 the shrimp failed. Oh, what was the last one? Uh, that shrimp volume. knows how to party. Huh? Volume. Val- volume. Oh, volume. Oh, volume. Volume. Well, Anthony, sir, I would say that shrimp knows how to party. So, and it starts off with, if you take a look at the life of a freshwater shrimp in the sleepy English countryside, you'll find enough drugs in it to keep a funk to be band. a member of Motley Crue. <laughs> you'll find enough drugs in it to keep a funk band on the tour very happy. So, a uh, new study has found notable levels of cocaine, ketamine, Valium, Xanax, Tremadol, and other pharmaceuticals in the bodies <laughs> and freshwater shrimp and their habitat in Suffolk, UK. So evidently people are just dro- uh, j- like dropping drugs in the water. So <laughs> The shrimps now demand to not be called shrimp anymore. Yeah. You, uh, you don't <clears throat> leave your girlfriend with the shrimp? Yeah, no. Because the shrimp will fuck it. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, a scientist from King London College analyzed levels of micropollutants in surface water uh, samples in Gamaris, freshwater shrimps shrimp, to girths. Uh, from 15 sites across the country of Suffolk, in the east of England. And so, if you want an exact number, to their surprise, they discovered trace levels of at least 67 different contaminant co- uh, contaminant compounds. And the most frequently detected contaminant was cocaine, which was detected in every single shrimp in that area. Does that go away if you fry it? You know, I was thinking about that. Like deep fried. Maybe deep a fried. <laughs> like, this one's People called. are going to be steaming. <laughs> they just have like Shrimp a, and breathing <laughs> in the fumes yeah, now. Yeah. They're just called like scar, scar shrimp. Freebasing shrimp. I, they won't be doing meth labs anymore. Maybe it's why it's shrimp is so delicious. Well, that's why shrimp is a gateway drug, obviously. Right into oyster. Mm-hmm. Oyster. So I thought that was kind of fun. Because so why fun. is that not fun? What is it fun? I, you know, juggling. I, I prefer I prefer my uh, shrimp popped up on the queue. Ooh, no one likes chocolatey doing in my chocolatey drink. I don't like the movie doing in my chocolatey drink. Ah, <laughs> oh, same as a blue my eye. <laughs> so, uh, Woodstock. Are we 50. talking about this again? Why are we really going to give this has this much? Wait for it. Has been canceled. Woo! <laughs> so we stop can stop it. talking so about it. This is a funding it. company. Yep. Stop it. According to the statement from Densu Agus Network, which is a company responsible for funding the music festival, we do not believe that the production of the festival can be executed as an event worthy of the Woodstock brand name, while also ensuring the health and safety of the artists, partners, uh. and attendees. Sounds like they've been watching Netflix. Sounds like they watched that documentary of Fire. Exactly. Them, like, let's get the fuck out of here, man. This is turning into a nightmare. Ooh. On top of financing and permitting issues, festival organizers are worried that the Watkins Glen International Speedway would not be sufficient enough space to accommodate over 100,000 attendees. Okay, that's... August 16th to the 18th. Okay, that's actually a little... That's questionable because, I mean, even the NASCAR races will probably draw that much crazy enough I mean uh, that's, a, that's a big piece of property over a weekend Watkins Glen is a road course <laughs> over a weekend I think by Saturday you'll get a peak and you'll probably go over what they can handle by Sunday morning it'll be back down again 
dude, somebody looked at the lineup and was like, dude, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but if it's promoted right, nobody gives a shit what the lineup is. Uh, our rep is reported well, I did, to have, I wasn't gonna buy a ticket for it. have reached you out gonna buy a to Live Nation and AEG for a 20 million investment to save the festival, but both companies refused the offer. Yeah, they're like, no, your festival sucks. So over 30 million dollars were spent on booking the lineup, uh, and most of the artists have been paid by Amplify Live. I'm sure they'll be more than happy to refund those. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm sure they'll. And that's uh. Deposit AF, is non-refundable. So. So think about it, 100,000 people who were ready to go to this now just aren't. Did they really get that? I wonder if they really got that high in like the ticket sales. Well, it says like a, it wasn't enough space to accommodate over 100,000 attendees. Uh, so. Uh, so why wouldn't they just stop selling tickets at a certain <laughs> number? So okay, guys, the capacity of this show is going to be 50 grand. You know, like every other venue does. So that means, like, you know, once you or once you get up into like the 60s and 70s, we're going to have to stop. I I feel, I feel like that wasn't a. Hey, what? That's hilarious. Thank God. Poor Woodstock, not going to have your 50th anniversary of hell and mayhem. You know what the property owner was probably, dude, I don't want my venue burnt down. Again. To the ground. For what? You guys aren't inviting Rage Against the Machine again, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so for the last little thing I got, uh, I grabbed the top ten. Uh, so this is the ten best industrial albums that okay. you need to have in your collection. Top uh, ten? Yep. Ooh-ha. I'm curious. Sign the sounder for that, or should I roll with it? I don't think I have a sounder for a, for the for a countdowns yet. Amateurs. So, uh. Well, yeah. <laughs> First is Ministry, Psalm 69 from 92. Is this in any particular order? Doesn't have numbers next to it, okay. so I'm just gonna roll with it. Okay. These are just ten essentials, man. Mm-hmm. I just want to know if they were rating them. Like, uh, which one absolutely has to? Next, Nine Inch Nails, The Downward Spiral. Okay. Into Scope 94. That makes sense. That's very industrial. Uh, Ramstein, Sensucked. I don't know how to say that. Sure. Sure, whatever. I disagree with that one. Wait, that was 98? Is that the one with Duhas? That's the one with Duhas. That's like their first roughly. Even still, you know, the album really isn't that great. That one, I like that album. I've never heard of these guys, but this is Neurosis. Sure. Through, uh, through Silver and Blood. Yeah. Music for Nations, 96. I've really considered them industrial, but what do I know? Next is Front 242, Tyranny for You, 91. Not familiar with that one. Uh, Nahil. Okay. Nope, Nahil. N I H I L. Nahil. Uh, KMFDM. Uh, it, it's 95. nihilist. Is it? No, I, I don't know. No, no. I, that's why I'm saying. Fucking Polish. Leave me alone. Uh, next, Gentlemen. we have Wisconsin Death Trip <laughs> by Static X. Okay. So is that. Okay, that's what. Okay. 99. Really? Uh, I'm, I'm starting to line it up. Uh, revolving Cox. Beer, Steers, and Queers. 1990. Take your word for it. Skinny Puppy. Aw. Two Dark Park. So they give that puppy a sandwich. Pig Face. They almost made my list of hidden gems. 
Pigface. <laughs> Fook. Fook. F O K. Fook. <laughs> 93. And that's your list, man. Hmm. How many of those do you own, Jay? Must be valid, though. <laughs> Sold. Oh, it's all mainstream. I mean, don't get me Quote, wrong. There's plenty, plenty of the ones that weren't. I mean, look. I don't know. Ministries as clo- at, like as close to mainstream as you should get when talking about industrial. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, like the, Nine Inch Nails, like may have an industrialish sound. I wouldn't call it industrial, but though. they're not. Like, I mean, look at Fear Factory. Industrial. It's a, it's it's marketable to the masses, and um, one of the it? things Motor about. Grader. Industrial. One of the things about industrial, mm-hmm. like hardcore industrial, is not marketable mm-hmm. to the masses. I've always, ministry has always been my, if you, yeah. first thing when you think industrial, ministry is kind of where you go. And that crazy, what's his name, fucking L. Jorgen, uh, yeah, so yeah, that's what I got for you, gentlemen. Got music for days today. Music for days. Yep. Speaking of music for days, here's more music. This so is just, uh, Resurgence Punk Wave.
the six pack hidden gems, fans you probably should know by now. Alright, so in the in past episodes, I actually don't think Jay has ever actually been here for a Hidden Gems episode. Yeah, I was here last time. For a Hidden Gem? I believe yeah. so. I don't feel like he was. I believe you lied, Dave. I'm going to check the notes. Mm, that's a lie. I'm going to check the notes. Sorry. Now I'm going to waste airtime. I'm going to check the notes. Just kidding. I'm not going to check the notes. So we, li- <laughs> we like to... Ev- I mean, I'll check the notes while I'm doing you this. have but notes? Yeah, I do. Episode 40. Here we go. Hidden Gems. Hollow Point, Ravenface, Fall of Humanity, Now on Earth, Bleed from Within... Uh, sorry. <laughs> a new revolution. Ra, Sacred Mother Tongue, Diecast, Adept, and Sons of Texas. No J. Maybe I was here and I didn't participate. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. That is incorrect, nope. sir. I'm going to debunk all of that. So what we like to do, um, we, we've, we've done this a uh, few episodes before, but we like to dive deep into the archives and actually like, pull out some stuff that you may or may not have ever heard of before. Um, we all interpret these differently. So I think you got a pretty uh, interesting list going for it, and the really, the really uh, what? Plethora. A plethora. A plethora. Plethora. And uh, even better, uh, by the time you uh, this uh, this episode is aired, if you actually go check out our webpage, there will be a um, playlist. playlist on the uh, the fabulous Spotify featuring all of the bands that we're going to talk about today. Good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. It'll be a very interesting playlist if you go start to finish. Mm-hmm. 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 Hey, volunteers. Curious where you drop off. Volunteers. I'll start if you like. Yeah, let's. I mean, let's I'm already talking, start. so. I mean, you might as well just continue. First band I'm actually going to throw out there is, um, and I was actually very mm-hmm. excited because, uh, so, um, I was originally a, an Apple, an Apple Music guy. I didn't have Spotify Premium, and these guys actually disappeared off of Apple Music. Now the thing is, they're late. The last time they released something was in 2012. So. Unfortunately, the, I'm I'm throwing this out there. Hopefully, it's like a like a cry out. It'd be like do more music. The ba- the band is called Through the Flood. They are from uh, Middleton, New York. Uh, their oldest their oldest um, EP was Embrace Oblivion in 2010. Their latest release was uh was an EP Save Yourself, which came out in 2012. They are a five piece. Um, they're very technically talented. They're very heavy. They're very um, yeah. I don't catchy man I wouldn't say necessarily catchy but they have like a good balance of like of uh, of like the metal screens and like the, the the softer vocals the um the songs that I actually were, were gonna pull out for you uh, an absolute must off of their embrace oblivion is gonna be the the track unseen that thing is just awesome like you could yeah you could um you could open a show with that you could close a show with that it just has like an epic like little build up and like a cool like little breakdown and I actually play this for my compadres. I just, I just, just love because, like, there's like a, it just kind of like builds up. Like, it kind of starts with like a like some some like good energy. Paradiddle, and then, and then you're gonna get some term. like some it's crazy like okay. crowd moving. So the the song Unseen, um, the title track Embrace Oblivion would probably be my second one, and off their newest one, the Save Yourself, um, Another Life Lost. Um, great is it is that is a is a pretty good track. I'm not actually I'm not gonna lie. I'm not very familiar with the rest of the EP other than that one track. Cause that's like one of two of them that I was actually able to like really dive into. But I was very excited that I found these guys on Spotify. This band is great. Put out more music through the flood. Do it. Booyah. You're only over in New York. I'll come help you. <laughs> come cheer you on. There you go. He will too. 
if you will do it. Very, very nice. We go clockwise or counterclockwise. Go ahead, Jay. No one out there. All right. So mine, my first choice is King Crimson. Yeah, you really, I mean... Red Skull. One of those things. Um, 70s, progressive, rock, I guess. See, I get him confused with King, uh, King Diamond. Which is, I mean, I can... The name, not necessarily the music. Be, being the, a heavy metal fan, yeah. I can appreciate it. Um, I think of those weird, horrible, weird screams he does, and I'm scared. They are a, a little more... Um, bit of a harder kind of Pink Floyd-ish. Mm. Uh, a little more psychedelic metal, as it were. So uh, really, it's necessary? progressive. I, I don't know how to, to classify King Crimson. Okay. Um, they, they work with orchestral elements. Mm. They, you know, do jam band type stuff. Um, I would say that... It, it, they're also arguably probably one of the more influential bands that coming out of the 70s that people have never heard of. Um, particularly for, I would say, for, you know, metal and what have you, because they have the, the you know, some of the driving rhythms and the uh, guitar riffs. Um, yeah, and I... I want to say I was in my 30s when I first heard the King, King Crimson. Um, it, was, it was a revelation that I had never heard these guys and they've been out since the 70s. Um, I know they've been around with as while. good as they are. Very solid, listen. I highly recommend it. Uh, start with uh, the album Red. That makes sense. Crimson red. Yeah. <clears throat> ah. <laughs> it, did they? Ah. Because if you call it like green, it'd be weird. Like burgundy. Well, burgundy would be weird. Probably so, one of the earliest editions of Ragnarok. Stoner <laughs> metal. Okay. That's fair. For mine, uh, my next one, I picked Authority Zero. Um, so I've, I've noticed I've kept this weird theme of punk throughout mine. Like, I found my old iPod and just kind of, that's just the ones that popped up. Uh, so Authority Zero is an American punk band from Mesa, Arizona. Uh, they were formed in 94, been around for a little while. Uh, they're rooted in reggae and skate punk. So you almost get like a rancid, but then if you listen to the older stuff, um, you get kind of more on the, the punk rancid. Uh, like broadcasting to the nation. Um, that's more on the punk end. Um, I mean, I've, this is one of the, the bands I grew up with. Originally, the, I believe the song Revolution is kind of their big, big one. And um, that was uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted, I think. Could be wrong. But that was one of the songs, and that's why that's where actually I found out about them. Uh, some of the, the big ones for him. Uh, Overseasons is really good. That's more on the rancid side, more reggae, more kind of skyish. Uh, Broadcasting to the Nation is probably my favorite one. That's probably the most 
Mm. Like, that's what you'd open a show with. Like, that's like your anthem song, in my mind. Okay. That's also one of their um, the older albums. Um, they also do a cover of... Uh, oh my God, I just the Mexican Radio. Okay. It's a very good By cover Lala of Mexican Hoodie. Radio, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, they do a little bit of... Uh, what is it? Um, Spanish-Portuguese influences in kind of their music as well. Um, Which but seems to be a whole lot more prevalent these days in, in metal. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, Jason DeVore is their lead singer, and he's been the lead singer since day one. But the rest of the band has pretty much just flopped around. You can almost hear, like, in the different albums, the different uh, the band changes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, definitely a good check. If you're in the punk, you're into the reggae, rancid, any of those guys, definitely check them out. Even, um... Sublime. They get a little bit of Sublime in there as well. Oh, yeah. He does, definitely. like, the quick vocals, like Brad does. Um, yeah. Definitely check him out. Next on my list. In this round-robin style. So I'm actually going to start um, for the guys that, that, that can actually get this. Um, just, a, just, a, just a note. Unfortunately, we can't play all this music for you. So, like, we're going to link it, obviously, Unless to Unless you guys want to pay us, like... Three thousand dollars. Yeah, we uh, we have yeah. not we have Let's not uh, we have not received the uh, the permissions from like all of these bands in order to like play their music. But uh, the ba- the bands that we do feature, obviously, we we get the proper permissions. If you're from, out there and you have some extra cash and you you really want to hear real <laughs> like you know music from the radio, you can pay us to play that. Do it. But obviously the, the 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 point is like I mean all these bands are like we actually present to you I mean you have to you have to like go actually go in and like do like a little bit of legwork and actually go check out this stuff again we'll have we'll actually have the playlist for you um, we'll we'll link all of this to like all of our web pages and what and whatnot that way you can uh, easily find them and they're de- they're definitely worth a check out um, I actually got some relatively well the, not local to us guys but like probably probably more on the uh, the underground side uh, the band is called Amongst the Giants. Um, I ran into these guys over on the uh, the World Metal Scene group over on uh, on the uh, the Facebook, and I've been kind of following along with them. They a uh, bunch of wicked. Co- if you actually go to these guys' Facebook page, they had uh, they had uh, some pretty awesome videos, like when they were uh, playing along with the the band The Protest, and uh, some some great stuff. Uh, these guys are from uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. They are now. I don't know if they are officially a three piece. Because um, I only noticed a vocalist, a guitarist, and a drummer, hmm. so I don't, I can't speak for certain if uh, they just like hire a bass player for like live action or if they have a player to be named later. Later or what? what, sure. what. I don't have that story unfortunately, but what I can tell you is I'm gonna actually move off of this one. Um, they're. Uh, I, I was actually trying to think of like how, how I would actually describe these guys, like like who I could like kind of compare them to. I mean, they definitely have like they have a lighter side to them. I mean, so I mean, I, I spent that uh, I spent that <laughs> little rant a couple of episodes ago, like ripping apart I Prevail. Um, they they do have like a little bit of like that uh, like and like something relatively similar to that because like there's, there's I think there's quite a bit more metal metal scream to their music than sure the, the, than the soft. Like it doesn't doesn't quite get all pretty pretty. Yeah, that's a nice way of putting it. I was gonna put, but. Their stuff is actually really catchy. They're, they, um, like I, said, I saw like a bunch of live videos. They actually like they're very, they're very entertaining. Like live, um, they are represented under a Rockfest Records, which I'm assuming I'm gonna assume is 
um, like Florida, Florida based. Okay. That's all I was gonna say about that. Sure. Um, the songs that I would that I would actually recommend. Too late is uh, the the number one track off their album. Their latest release. I'm sorry, by the way, was uh, was actually just released this past year, 2018. The the uh, the album's called Obscene. Um, Too late is the opening track on it. Uh, very anthemy. Again, something mm-hmm. kind of like the kind of start, like has like kind of like that little chant feel to yep. it, and then it kind of like gets into it. Lost in translation would be the second track, and then something like a little bit heavier from them. If uh, if you go a little bit further into their album, the, and I'm gonna gonna butcher this name. It's X Nihilo. N i h i l o. I believe you. I'm sure it means something to somebody, and I'm so sorry because I'm probably butchering it. But as far as like the uh, the, the heavy end of uh, amongst the giants, like this is uh, this is a little more of like their heavy end. Right. Um, cool rhythm, like like very catchy, like musically, like easy to follow. It's just it's a, it's a good listen. Yeah. Like cool underground dudes, amongst the giants. Check them out. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm up. Uh, so for my second band, I uh, chose Buckethead. An odd choice for a hidden gem. Actually, I don't think so, considering the bucket and the mask. I mean, yeah, it's... It's all about hidden shit with him. Um, He's still Slash, and, right? And really, Is that what everyone thinks? <laughs> that's what I thought for the years. Um, but I think that that goes with what he's known for, and he's known for working with Guns N' Roses. Um, right. one, or t- one or two solo tracks... Um, but not very well known for those. He's more yeah. well known for just Nicole playing. Not very well known for just known for playing with Guns N' Roses, not for actually anything he's done. Which is kind of why I picked him as a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's so much material out there, and if you're a fan of metal and guitar work, you really you, he's really one of the first stops you should make. Just to very sit down talented and individual. Um, he is. He's, he's probably one of the more undersung uh, guitarists, just because of the secrecy he keeps on, you know, his face. Although, uh, I think Wikipedia actually lists his real name. Um, I haven't intentionally gone looking for a picture of him without... Infidels! <laughs> but uh, a lot of the, 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 the work that interests me the most with Buckethead is his work with Les Claypool and other artists. Brian Patrick Caroli. I put a bucket over my head, too. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that name. I thought his last name was Cannoli at first because of the R's, and it looked like N. I was like, okay. Holy Cannoli. Holy Cannoli. Holy. I mean, what really surprised me, too, is that by Wikipedia account, which I assume is by the fans, um, he has 306 studio albums. That doesn't surprise me. Like, that's... Well, I guess he does this... He has this thing, a digital uh, um, release thing, mm-hmm. where you, you follow him, and I guess you would pay sure. uh, to be part of his membership fan right. club. Um, just like uh, most of the guys are doing now. Um, but he regularly releases stuff. He'll it's release not like, like an half international an hour release, worth of work. but he'll just yeah. throw out... He's here, like, oh, here's a half an hour worth of work. Mm-hmm. Boom, you know, and he just releases, releases, yep. and it's like, uh, you know... Um, which is also impressive. I mean, and especially today, you could probably just retire and do set work. Probably you know, fine, yeah. Um, produce. He could probably produce for the rest of his life and 
be contaminated. Be okay. Um, but he continues to work with people like Serge Tanky and, and mm-hmm. you know. the other weirdos. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is you know perfect for me. <laughs> yeah, I know it's up your alley. There, there comes a point where you have to stop calling them weirdos. When the the when you, when you look at the amount of them Unique together, and, and you look and you look at the Scientific. the relative like musical genius of all the people who kind of tend to end up coming together, like they 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 could see each other, and I would assume in music it's difficult because you have a lot of guys who just want to sell music. They just want to be the next popular thing. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be creative. They don't want to push the boundaries. They don't want to, you know. I agree. Um, so when you find those other guys who are in your genre or who are willing to, you know, you stick together. Unless they're, you know, you're Mike Patton and everybody has your record separately. Right. <laughs> All right. A little bit of Kentucky Fried Chicken head action. The, uh, the next band that I'm going with is uh, Bulletin Octane. This is another band I grew up with. All I saw were boobies. That's fine. That's all I got for you. Um, okay. Eyes up here, Jason. Eyes up here. You have eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, th- again, another band that I... So, most of my music as a, when I was in like high school was from video games. Whatever, especially like Need for oh, Speed. Uh, you know, the wrestling games you used to play. Any of those things. So, you're spoiled. Like... You started playing video games when there was actual music. There was music in it. Like I had to deal with. Atari, Atari didn't have music. Like <laughs> the N- Nintendo music was even an upgrade. But you know what Atari like, did have? Explosions. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't even day. do the proper pixelated <laughs> sound. What? Like where it's like breaking the cartridge because well, of the sound that it Lord. can't make. Anyway, uh, so these guys again, kind of in the punk genre. Uh, Bulletin Octane is a hard rock band originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, they're actually, they originate from a band called Ultrafink, which released one album called uh, Carbo Trolley, and it's currently out of print. So, you know, oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, these guys have started about uh, 98. Um, they kind of, you know, on my way here, I was trying to figure out how to describe these guys, and I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, he's got like that kind of like gritty kind of vocals, but it's got the quick punky music behind it. Um, if you want to go with, with, uh, albums alone, uh, In the Mouth of the Young from 2006 is probably their best when they have probably the most popular songs. Uh, The Revelry right behind it is also very good. Pirates is like probably one of my favorite songs by them because it's so happy and fun. Which is actually the first song I heard by them too. Um, I mean, they're not like super heavy by any means. They're almost like if Buckcherry had balls. Yeah, I'm gonna go with You've that. You've just been called out, Buckcherry. That's fine. Trying to backwards Chuck Berry like an asshole. Yeah. Screw you, buddy. Um, just because he has, you know, the dingling song. It's, you know, whatever. Which, I mean, you know. Whatever. Um, no, but these guys are great. Um, if you're not into the heavier stuff and, and you're kind of into the, the more punk aspects, um, kind of with, with a little bit of growly voices. Uh, this would be the way to go. Yeah. We are going to step away from this fantastic conversation and actually play more music for you. This is... Quite biased, Marcus. Excuse me? <laughs> You're quite biased. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? 
fantastic conversation. That was good. Whatever. This is our featured band Resurgence. This is track is Black Arrow. Enjoy. Getting back to work here. Fathers, lock up your daughters because the band that I brought next for our hidden gems. Are they being eaten by sharks? It's called I Shark hope not. Infested Daughters. Oh, good lord. Is that like an evolved form of crabs? I don't know. I could be mad at that though. Shark Infested Daughters. That's awesome. Whatever. I need no. a visual to understand. Doesn't matter. No, 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 no. I'll send no, you a picture. We don't. We don't. Thank you. This is a six-piece band out of Calgary, um, Alberta. 
That's a lot of pieces to evade. Okay, now the name makes sense. Their latest Alberta? release. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Is uh, the Phoenix Down EP, which was released in 2018. Um, they, they do have two other albums like prior to. So the trend with my my picks today, we kind of started with like, well, not that Through the Flood was the, uh, the least heavy, but kind of softened you up a little bit like amongst the giants now i'm gonna give you like a little a little like heaviness they got some keyboard action in this they actually have some fe some female vocaling going on five They're of six members female <laughs> i'm still getting over the shark contested daughters um it's clever i mean instrumentally not the most technical band in the world but like they they like very catchy riffs like uh very like like a good what i consider a good balance heaviness like you can get into something like mm -hmm. this, and then like the little electronica like kind of kicks yep. in, and then like the female vocals like counteract the uh, the 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 the, uh, the the metalcore scream action. It's it's they're a cool band, and they got a, they got a lot of cool stuff. Like a lot of their I mean a lot of their tracks, and not the I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean if you actually watch listen to an album, I was about to say watch an album. If you actually listen to an album like start to finish, I mean you they're gonna run together a little bit. Sure. So I mean. The, as far as far as like getting like super creative like track to track, may not gonna not gonna probably get that with this band, but it doesn't matter because they're cool anyway. They're called Shark Infested Daughters. That's fucking cool. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Where are they keeping the sharks? And their daughters, obviously. Not hear any word he just said. Yeah, the Boy. up their sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shark hands. Two of the three songs I'm actually gonna recommend you. You, I mean, all the, all three tracks <laughs> that I'm actually gonna list you'll be able to find on our playlist. Two of the three songs, uh, Cetra and Glass Kingdom, are gonna be number one and number two on like their top played uh, songs. If you actually look them up on the Spotify, the other one I'm actually gonna throw out there is Death Blow. It's actually the fifth track off of that Finish brand new, him. that brand new EP that came out last year in 2018 called Phoenix Down. Um, but this is a cool band. These guys made their way to like my playlist, and now like I'm. Uh, got it for them. I'm uh, I'm obsessed with anything shark related. Cause I there's bands out there called Feeder to the Sharks. Um, it's the only other one I can think of at the moment, wow. so I'm gonna stop there. That was real. Sorry. So you have I've been going instantly deflated. I'm going through all the different things. He was like, yeah. So you got all these bands like like this one. And that's it. Great. <laughs> no, great, no. Great white vagina. Back up. I take it back. Uh, I did my best. I did, I did my best. Hammerhead clitoris. I don't want to talk. Whoa, to <laughs> whoa! Come on now. I don't want to. This talk. is a family podcast. I don't want to talk. Asshole. Tiger shark vulva. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't want to talk to you guys anymore. That's it. Shark infested daughters. I like them. They sound great. Moving great. on. The great white uterus. But Moving I, on. I can't help it. Moving on. With a name like shark infested daughters. I don't want to fucking talk about it anymore. <laughs> Jason, what do you got next one? Not shark infested daughters. Oh. <laughs> Piranha infested. Piranha infested <laughs> penis. Come on now. The what's your what? What just happened? Hey, look, I'm not the one. I'm a perennial. About females infested with sharks. <laughs> it's not the name of the band. <laughs> I have no idea if the daughters are hot. These Wait, daughters could be children. These daughters could be children, Jason. Get your mind out of the gutter, yeah. sir. What the hell? You're the one who brought up hot. I never said anything about hot. Here. You just did. I feel like we should go back to the tape. <laughs> <laughs> it just <laughs> happened. Just do a replay. That will be edited before <laughs> you hear it. <laughs> you know nothing. Dick. Oh, God. My next band is Metal Church. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know who Metal Church is, this is for you. 
Okay. That's weird. Because if you're listening to this, you should know who they are. But you, yes, you, that one jackass in the back who's never heard of Metal Church. I prefer Steel Cathedral. Really? Over Metal Church, yeah. Mm, not my thing. No? I prefer my ch- churches to be made of stone or wood. <laughs> a wooden church? That's how you burn them. These guys are smart. They're like all those fucking assholes in Sweden burning our churches. Mine's, <laughs> mine's made out of metal, bitches. North is coming. <laughs> North is coming? Stone <laughs> synagogues. <fucking> Alaska? <laughs> Game of Thrones reference up there. Marble <laughs> mosques? Yes. Continue. We digress. Um, let us derail you. My God. Quintessential 80s metal. I like metal trips. You're good. Uh, decent. And really, this is... To, it, they, they've been working for quite some time. Very, they, um, they plug away. His vocals remind me of uh, Judith Priest, Rob Halford. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that kind of, yeah. Which is why I say quintessential 80s, mm-hmm. like metal. That's the screeching era. Um, I believe they got a, They either just had an album come out, or they got one coming out. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty. I think they're still hanging out, too. Yeah. Uh, so, go out there. Listen to some Metal Church. Get in touch with your metal roots. Pretty much all I need to say about Mother Church. Yeah. That's all they need. Uh, I, yeah. They speak for themselves if you listen to metal. <laughs> so for my next one, I'm gonna I'm gonna kinda kinda tell a story behind this. What's the point of time? So uh so Alright. Uh, originally, the drummer from Atreyu, Brandon uh, Saller, he posted that he was um, kind of playing with a, a new upcoming band known as Alicon, which is the band I'm talking about. Uh, so, this is a band. I they only have one album. This is like a, this is kind of like an experimental thing they did. So, I kind of think of them as uh, Apocalyptica, where they don't have like a lead singer. They just kind of take other people's lead singers mm-hmm. so kind of going into this it's a project band yeah uh, the two songs to start um, You Are Loved and The Sorrow um, feature Brandon Salad and I mean you be honest with you I would take this over Hell or High Water any day like, easily like it's a lot heavier he even screams a little bit in it so it's, it's pretty it's pretty impressive it's good so no and uh, so, kind of following this, I come after my boys in hell or high water. Mm-hmm. Jesus, no, so it's like immediate, it's like immediate attack. Right now. now, coming from this, the next song <laughs> I want to bring up. Two next songs I want to bring up. One, uh, Marcus can play in the back. Uh, Heavy metal preacher uh, and unfailing love. Now, I didn't realize until I listened to the vocals who this lead singer that they picked was now as we know i'm a big fan of the confession and i've also talked I'm about not of actually confessing <clears throat> no no man. like because yeah no i god i can only imagine the list i would need um <laughs> i need like a fucking powerpoint to, to describe just that. watch the confession booth <laughs> right? yeah it's on fire um that and um sons of something i can't remember the name of um, anyway, Everyone listening went anarchy. Just Taylor, Taylor Holland Armstrong, my boy, is in 
the lead singer in both these songs, and this is the closest I'll ever get to more confession. I mean, his vocals are phenomenal. Like, I, I love him as a lead singer. So, they're just kind of like stumbling into this. It's like, oh my god. Oh my god, yes. Uh, Sons of the Dam was the other band I was thinking of that he also fronted. Uh, but honestly, I mean, all of these songs, the whole album's really fun. Like, there's a lot of experimental with it. Um, the different artists kind of break everything up, so you have a little bit of jump in the drummers here and there. Uh, the other guy, I don't really know who he is, Chris Shaw, is the other vocalist they use. Uh, Light It Up was the one that, that I actually enjoy. He's the other um, singer they use in it. But, um, Tommy Shaw sucks. <laughs> right? Last time I looked up Chris Shaw, it gave me a baseball player, so like I don't think it's him. Uh, overall, though, I mean, the, the album's really cool. It's fun. Um, it's definitely... Uh, 2012, it was released. Um, they're so unknown that their Facebook only has 1,083 followers. That's surprising. Right? Um, but yeah, no. if, you, if you're looking for something kind of different, uh, definitely check them out. The guitar work, the, the drums are really good, and the different vocalists kind of break it up a lot too, which is nice. And two of my favorite vocalists are, are in this, so I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for more. Frontman and band leader of a punk band called X-Cult. Is that who it is? Okay. So not uh, outfielder to the Cardinals. Got it. He came up too. Or maybe. Yeah, see, like, maybe, I knew there was, there was a baseball maybe player. Maybe he is. Maybe. <laughs> Just I like, mean, that's awesome. I mean, look at Kurt Schilling made a video game company. I mean, it crashed horribly uh, and down with bio. But <laughs> he still did it. It cost many people a lot of money. <laughs> he sure <laughs> did. He walked away with all the profits. He also did. Yeah, but that's what I got for you guys. Right, what do we got? We got two left each? Uh, yes. Uh, all right, let's do another round before we uh, we play some more tunes. Power up. Come all right, now. so now this playlist is going to take a turn for the dark side because so I found these dudes. This is a little more on the underground side again. The band that I'm speaking of is a band called The Flaying. The what? The Flaying. The what? The Flaying. What? Are you doing it on purpose? Stop it. Uh, they're from, they are from do Quebec. they worship Bobby Flay? <laughs> you know, the flaying. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what they do. They worship Bobby Flay. And they, they make beautiful... Ah, Bobaparians. Beautiful, They just crazy. grill shit all day and fucking bang the rest of the Food bag Network lunches, cast. Bag lunches for oh, kids. They just bang the rest of the Food Network cast. It's fine. Sorry. Interesting. So, <laughs> hometown, Quebec, Canada. Uh, this There's is a lot a, of Canadians. This is a four. Well, I discussed the last time we had the podcast that Montreal is now the heavy metal capital this of the world. True. This is true. You just, so uh, here we are, Canadians. You just fill in the bucket. I get you. Yeah. This is a fourth piece. A four piece. They do consider themselves a death metal band. The reason why my initial attraction to this band is bass player Sebastian Marier Vare. Anyone named Sebastian, obviously, is talented. So. Because and probably a dick. <laughs> probably we know that from Box, so it's fine. If you listen to these guys' music, like on a on like a really decent system and like whatnot, the the bass in this uh, in this album you can you can pick it out. The dooms in there yeah. is fucking great. It's awesome. It's like, uh, I mean, unfortunately, they actually they actually knocked out another band. I was gonna talk about a band called Fifty Seven Downs because uh, they actually have they have no guitarists in it. It's uh, two bass players. I was actually funny because there's another band called I don't remember the name. That's all bass players. There's an entire. Bass but they're they're anyway. not they're not here anymore because now the flaying is here because like Sebastian Mariavere is awesome as a as a bass player. 
This stuff is brutal. It's heavy. It's fast. It's neat. It's awesome. Got the piggy pigs in there too. The uh, the songs that I would recommend: Genu, uh, Genu Flecked. Uh, the other one is Elegy of Emptiness and La Valse des Scorpions. I get it. The French Canadian. Got it. Uh, these guys actually, their latest release, their album just came out on uh, March 24th of this year, 2019. It's called Angry, Undead. Hmm, okay. So, a little death metal for your uh, for your listening pleasure and underground death music. Woo! Woo! Bruja. Mic drop. Nothing more like a notebook drop, but no. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to drop the mic. It costs too much money. Mm-hmm. It's also on a stand. Where are you bringing us, Jay? Next. The Wiggles. Sorry. Too soon? Don't make me do it. Because <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'll go there. Fruit salad. I will totally showcase the Power Rangers Symphony Orchestra. Do it. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Walmart has their own choir, so, so why not? They have their own radio station. Don't kid yourself. Oh, weird. Uh, next one up. Shonen Knife. Go with the Japanese pop. Punk. Just madness. Ramones K-pop? This is, it, this is one of the bands back when we did our best of punk mm-hmm. brackets. Where I was upset that they weren't even mentioned. Maybe it was because made in they have been around. It was Authority Zero. They have been around as long as Metallica. 1981. It doesn't qualify you for anything. This band. I've been along as long as Metallica. <laughs> so, I'm the, not awesome. The, the, <laughs> I believe it started off as a three-piece band in Japan in 1981. It's all females playing different. punk. In 1981, I bet were they in the Japan. first. Do you think they were the first punk band in Japan? Would you say it's their probably old not? Okay. Um, Do you think they, they're they, probably they, the first female punk band in Japan? Okay. Uh, but just listening to them, you could hear how much they 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 enjoyed American punk, music. like the Ramones. Yeah, because they made an entire album. Oh god! Uh, well, just. <laughs> You can hear the, the influence of the Ramones you can. throughout the entire thing. Yep. Now, that being said, the Ramones didn't start that much before oh, really? they came around. Interesting. So, I mean, they kind of, they, that was the sound of punk at the time, American punk. Not necessarily going for the sound of the Ramones, going for the sound that was American punk at the time. Right. Um, and it just so happens that that became, like, you know, the, the sound of the Ramones is pretty much a defining sound of Sure, of course. Uh, rock, rock, rock and roll, whatever the hell you want. If you're you're looking to start a punk band, it, then you go no further. Like, you start with the classics. You know, sure. The Ramones. Uh, unfortunately, the Sex Pistols. Um, ah. The Clash. And if you're in the know, show it a knife. Because they have hmm. such a storied, long history right. of just playing. Interesting. Punk. Definitely a deep dive, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. With a ton, a ton of music. A lot of They've punk going on. They've been featured on. A lot of punk. Punk day. Punk day. Punk day. We're so punk. But I'm going to change that right now. Good music for it. Good, good weather for it. With a band. Good weather for it. Well, nothing's on fire, With so obviously, obviously not. <laughs> So, 
Marcus, listening to this, do you know who the lead singer to this band is? Oh, yes. Um, pretty, pretty, pretty easy right off the bat, right? Um, yes. I believe I talked about his counterpart in the last band. Is it? It's uh, it's Alex. It's, yes. Um, I don't know how to say his last name. It's German. It's just it's like multiple consonants. Pretty much. So this is Alex's uh, after their hiatus after. Uh, Congregation of the Dead. He was so angry. <laughs> yes. Very angry. So, um, when they went on hiatus in 2011, uh, Varkartzes is how he was, I guess, say his last name. He started a hardcore project uh, called I Am War um, with a Brandon Shapati of uh, Bleeding Through. Uh, and also the uh, fellow Orange County metal guitar band 18 Visions. He was their guitarist and songwriter. Fun fact. Oh, a little mini supergroup. Yep. Um, so this band is heavy as fuck. But, I mean, they're not flashy by any How means. They don't do fuck. anything. You'd be surprised. Depends, depends the size on the of the. Depends if. Whatever. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. You guys just couldn't help me. You just nope. had to answer. Yep. Well, yeah. It'd be rude to ignore you. This is a talk radio program. Right. So. <laughs> this isn't an ignore radio program. Uh, anyway, uh, so, um, I mean, if, if you, if you, we all know what happened to their last album. So if you still need some some Alex screams in there, uh, they only have one album. Uh, it's called Outlive All. Um, sorry, Outlive You All. Came out in 2012, so a few years ago. So maybe they won't outlive us all. No, um, but I mean, if you if you like the the hardcore scene, if you like you know the the crazy fast just yelling just constant da, 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 in your face this would be the band to go to all the songs are roughly under two minutes we classify this as a mosh bit yeah um, oh yeah this is definitely like let's just amp up a crowd and like get like fair. let's just let's just get shit fucking yeah. rowdy um definitely i mean it was a side project for him is what it was i mean it's a fun album it's, it's good too and if, if you're if you want to get amped up again like i said it's nothing nothing uh nothing flashy by any means it's all pretty basic it's just cool it is i mean and like you right off the bat you know it's alex and you can just you hate you hear right off the bat that atreyu uh finesse um but yeah if you if you want some hardcore stuff with some uh, old atreyu action alex went slumming he did uh, i am more is mind you i am more is all capital x because of course he's yelling it makes of sense. course it makes sense so couldn't have, you know, done that with an exclamation point. No. This is before exclamation point. Okay. 2012. You should together. Texting generation. <laughs> this is before it was on fleek. That is falling cat. I must be yelling. <laughs> I'm gonna throw some music in here. I actually want to talk about this track just really quick. Um, what you're gonna find is like, uh, so we played Envy, Punk Wave, and uh, Black Arrow so far. This uh, this track is gonna be called Astro Traveler. Mm, this what is I an really, interesting one. Uh, what I like about this one, like it's a little bit different than the other three tracks that you heard. Like it kind of starts off as like a lower tempo and like you know the, like his vocal range is like a little bit different, a little bit softer, a little bit like, mm -hmm. and then it, that it's 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 a wicked. It's a journey. Song. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's an it's astro a, traveler. It's a five minute say, and two second cool. journey. I do want to point out, and I've said this kind of offside, uh, with these guys, from a personal experience listening to them, um, I'm a big Volbeat fan. Uh, if you listen to, like, Volbeat's early, early stuff, these guys are very, uh, they sound very similar to that. His vocal range, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost got that uniqueness. 
that, you know, Volbeat has. And even like the kind of rock action. A little bit of this. punk in their older stuff. It's and you said like weird, a 90s. Bluesy 90s. Great guitar work. I mean, like, these guys are really good. They're definitely, definitely, I mean, if you're, if you like Volbeat action, a little bit like that old school rock, punkish stuff. Def- definitely in your wheelhouse. Awesome. This is Astro Traveler. Enjoy.
If my calculations are correct, we all have one more hidden gem to share with you all. Yep. Got Twelve. According to my hibiscus. Yes. All right, so I came. Uh, hibiscus. I'm coming. I'm coming down from my death metal cloud, but I'm not coming down too far. I actually kind of went like a little bit of more of a doom black metal. Uh, so like a doom black metal out action. I literally thought you were gonna say douche metal. Douche metal. <laughs> The, uh, the, band, uh, the, the band that I'm presenting to you is a band called Abandoned Light. Uh, like Doom, Dark, uh, the, 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 uh, the, first couple, the first track that I'm actually going to recommend, like you're going to get like that very uh, chorusy, very, um, I don't want to say operatic, because but it's got, it's got the whole, it's got the whole like board, like this is a, this is a smorgasbord of stuff going on. He's got a cool metal scream. It's got an interesting, like, opera-like chorus. Like an opera, almost like a Ramstein kind of, uh, behind it. The, uh... Like Chrome Division. Chrome Division kind no, of. No, I'm not... I am not a trained professional drummer by any means, but, like... Neither am I. The, the, uh... The, the, the crazy beat pattern, if you, like, really... I, on the other hand... Yes. ...am not. <laughs> oh. If you actually like really listen to the tracks, like the crazy beat tweet? pattern and like the transitions and like whatnot are, very, are actually very impressive as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the guitar in it's really good. It's very technically sound. It's interesting. It's neat. It's got that protesty hero like kind of convulsion of like random, nonsense. random nonsense. Like these guys are. This is a. Did I not write it down? I believe they were. I believe they were a four-piece. They might be, they might have been a five-piece. I'm sorry. I thought I wrote it down. Their latest release is a uh, an album called Madness Fortress, which came out in uh, 2017. These guys are from Bogota, which I believe is in Colombia. Okay. I tried finding out like for sure, but they only list Bogota, 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 and uh, yeah. I just kind of went with it from there. They um, things I like. They're very technical. They're very heavy. They're very interesting. Their artwork is really neat. It's got a weird style. You don't hear that often anymore. Hmm. Well, that, well, that's the stuff I like, though, man. Like, this, that, that's a great. Like, you go, you hey, go, like, I'm their right there with you. Yeah, like, you I go, grew up with that shit. You go to the, like, their Facebook page and like their cover art and like, whatnot. It's, it's, it's got like a uniqueness to it. Like It almost looks like it's, it's like... Oh, <clears throat> I wish I didn't drink so much. I'd probably be able to describe this like so much better. Like if you took like a Starry Night painting and you made like a robot that was like destroying the Earth, but cleaned it up like a little bit so it wasn't quite as Starry Night. Okay. But that same style. But not really. Hmm. You I, should check I, it out. I, Go I, to their Facebook page. Okay. People, a bit. I will. Abandoned light. Like it's just neat. It's a, the way that they actually like. They, I bet if you get the guys. So, I'm that, sorry. Uh, as that as the art student. This would be this would be this would be a plug for our buddy Dave, but his Canacast for his his uh, weed podcast. The, you give him this music and you let ready podcast? one lover yeah. 420 and you let we him know people on a weed podcast and we're sitting here doing a beer podcast. What the fuck? What have I been doing here this whole time? <laughs> I get drug tested at work. Yeah, me too. The, uh, the so do the shrimp. So, so the the three I picked out three songs for you. These are actually going to be on the playlist. <laughs> no, but the, the shrimp don't get the three songs that I'm going to uh, point you in the direction of. It's uh, the first one's in the thresholds of the crystal feelings. The second one is the dance of hatred, and the third one, which I know my time is running out on this pit? one, dance of hatred is when everything turns into flames. 
this song. So he's a wizard. Sure. Right. I'll buy that. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, this is a cool band. This is I will a, not. This is actually another one of those bands that I actually oh, uh, I actually found on the World Metal Scene group over on like Facebook. Like that that group is awesome. If, mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't yeah, requ- no, they're fun. If you haven't re- requested uh, membership in the World Metal Scene group, they will fill your feed. Yeah, they damn well will. I mean, it's got twenty six thousand members in it, and they will fill your feed. And but just to give them actually a quick plug, the World Metal Scene group, they they do a really good job of actually like funneling out like all the negative stuff so if, if anybody actually like starts coming down on anybody they will get deleted and removed mm-hmm. so it's it's one of those forms you can actually post things that like random yeah. like Active as long moderators. as you are positive about it they right. want no negativity well, if you don't like something mind your p's and q's man p's and corn what about constructive criticism to a, to an extent, I mean, I to, don't think as long as like, it, assume like, there's a line. As long as long as it doesn't get abusive or just like flat out. I mean, I actually think I actually think there was a there was a controversy a couple, not to sidetrack too much, but there was a controversy like last week where someone just said something about like five finger death punch sucking. It's like, listen, if you don't like the band, that's fine. But if somebody else is sharing something because they like it, that's what we're trying to encourage here. So back off, kind of a thing. Like that's kind of how they roll with that. Like they don't they don't want just people like just. I would be so. I would be so tempted to just post Nickelback every day. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can say anything. I am the ultimate I troll. Am, right. <laughs> but that's a uh, that's abandoned light again. Awesome, awesome stuff. All will be linked. Those are my five gems for you today. So I'm gonna leave the stage open for these gentlemen to finish up. I am no gentleman. Five gems, and we still don't have as many as Tom Brady or Thanos. Same guy. Same guy. Oh, <laughs> maybe. No, he, he looks like he looks like Ivan Moody or Five Finger Death Punch. I don't care what anyone says. I could have just I painted think him. He looks like a. They could have painted him purple. Purple set like of testicles. <laughs> you leave my college life out of this, okay? Oh, I told lady. you that in confidence. Wrinkled up there. <laughs> just kind of blunches up. I have a lot of skin, okay? Please, please Wait tell till us. you get older. <laughs> Call you the Iron Curtain. I could be fucking. <laughs> Sorry. Are we still talking about music? Yes. Okay. Just <laughs> if you could, please pick the next. <laughs> the Iron Curtain. <laughs> it was so cold out there when you walked. It sounded like the bells of St. Mary. I'd like to take this opportunity to talk about our Patreon account. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash HMOA number six B-A-C-K. If you want more of this fucking fabulous content. Or less, because if you pay us, we might have to clean our shit Yeah, show. like... <laughs> All right, Jay. One dollar a month gets you as a subscriber. <laughs> Every little bit helps. I'll even send pictures of my iron curtain if you're interested. God help us all. <laughs> he can't help you. <laughs> you guys are this close to getting cut off and playing music. <laughs> this close. All right, Jacob. Uh, we digress. My final band choice for my hidden gems is a recent release. I recently heard them. Uh, I don't even remember where I heard the first. Um, but uh, the Claypool Lennon Delirium. Les Claypool Primus. Uh, I believe it's Julian Lennon. 
Julian. Daughter? Oh. Are they related son. to Lennon? Okay, oh, yeah, son. it's, it's uh, his son. That's when, cool. When you go to the playlist, you should play this right after Abandoned Light. Alright. I mean... It's like a cool op. It is a... <laughs> I don't know how to explain that. I mean, as, as I think... Well, you said, like, Primus in, in the Beatles. Primus in the Beatles is really the best. Which makes sense, because you literally have the Primus and a descendant of... Right. It, it's... The Bugs. But I don't want to shortchange it by labeling it like that. But that's that's kind of the feel I get from yeah, it. Um, what if Les Claypool went back in time and... So is that... The, is it Julius? Julian. Julian. Le- is that Julian. him singing? It's either Julian or it's the young. Okay, but it's him singing, right? Yes. Because he sounds very much. Oh God, yeah. Well, even he I sounds mean, more like Paul McCartney than John Lennon, though. No, no, you John Lennon. So? That's you know he definitely sounds yeah? like John Lennon. Um, the Liverpool. Paul McCartney is the Blackbird. Okay. It's a little bit different. Okay. Um, but very Still much you impressive can, how close it is. It, it is. And they, they, it's really well produced. Um, well composed. Everything. It's just a surreal ride, the whole thing. And it's current. I think that was really mm-hmm. my biggest draw to it with the hidden gems. Um, because it's, as with almost 95% of Les Claypool, no one's going to listen to it. Like, no one who doesn't follow Les Claypool. Right. Is He's also a weirdo. Yeah. He went to, you know, he went to high school with uh, Kirk. Came, uh, Kirk. Uh, and somebody else, I think. From uh, Metallica. Too. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's he's one of those guys who is literally connected to almost everybody I mean, in he metal. Did, he, he did uh, try out for Metallica. I, and James Hetfield was like, no, you, no, no, you're too good, dude. Get out. Which, you were like, way I too mean, good, please get out. And that's the thing, you're going to make the rest of us look bad. Mm-hmm. Dave Mustaine was just good enough to not make us look... Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> to make us look better. <sighs> um, but I highly recommended uh, sitting down. Nice Saturday, Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Having a couple beers. Weather's getting nice. This would be a good cookout album. This, I can see this being a cookout album if you're like a bunch of people who aren't us. Um. It's, you know, <laughs> P- it can just blend into the background because it sounds kind of like the Beatles. Yeah, no, I agree. I totally agree. And so is that funny? I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a giggle it. fest? Uh, yes. We... Are you sure none of us have been on this this can of cast? <laughs> it's like, what's going on here? This goes back to my whole like earlier when I came in with the trail of water leading under the door. Like what when I learned? came in, what have you learned? That like you guys weren't here, right? This is all like an illusion. This is, I'm hallucinating mm-hmm. doing the podcast. Way too many figures. Really, like it was a Cthulhu beast mm-hmm. when I opened the You're door. Dead. This it, is this is hell. It knocked me out, mm-hmm. and now I'm dreaming. Hell is actually a constant podcast. We do this forever. Weird, right? Considering it's the beer podcast and not the weed podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You're right. Dave, if you're listening, Jay needs you to call him. Hey, look, man. Heavy metal over a, a joint. I, we gave him green joint. headphones. He's been trying to put a lighter to it for the past doesn't, hour and a half we've been here. So doesn't, doesn't have the same ring to it. Heavy metal over a joint. That's like super joint ritual. Heavy metal over a bullpack. 
Mm -hmm. Ah, that would work. Heavy metal over a bong rip. There you go. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's 45 minutes of. Uh, 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 10 10 minutes of. Dude, it was the greatest album I've ever listened to. Fire! Hold on a second. I am the great Conholio! This I is keep you for my bunghole. I mean, this particular <laughs> album was was when Barney was still name? still in the original purple suit, and so you gotta listen to it. All right, so for my final, uh, going back to my my punk era here. Uh, this is a band. So I used to play a game called ATV versus MX oh, Off Road Fury, which was a fantastic game, mind you, because you could be a helicopter, you could be a plane, or you could be an ATV or BMX bike, or, you know, MX bike. Anyway. It all seems logical. Yeah, no, or you can be a monster truck, or not a monster truck. Whatever. Do what you want. This is a band known as Strung Out. They're an American punk band from Simi Valley, California. They were formed in the 90s, 1990. Um, they are mainly known for their musical style, which fuses aspects of melodic punk rock, progressive rock, and heavy metal to form their primary sound. They have eight studio albums, all off of Fat Wreck Chords, as well as one live album, two B-sides collections, a best of, a box set, and appear on numerous compilations of skate, surf, dirt bike, off-roading videos, which leads me back to the video game. Uh, these guys are fucking phenomenal. Like, the drum work, the guitar work, I mean, it's, just, it's, super, it's very complex, even gets pretty in some areas. Um. Uh, most people, if if you have heard the song "Analog," which is the one off of the game, that's kind of like their their big guy. Um. But their album, "Exile and Oblivion," two thousand four, which is probably their biggest one. Um, all great. The whole album's very good, but uh, the ones I want to pick up, the one we're listening to right now, is uh, "Her Name in Blood." Analog is also very good. No Voice of Mine is fantastic. Uh, Skeleton Dance is really good. Blueprint of the Fall is also really good. Honestly, this whole album is fantastic. Um, Their other albums, I mean, they're all relatively similar. Like, they've all got the same kind of quick punk aspect to it. A little bit of screams here and there. They're all pretty much on the same genre. um, Newer stuff gets a little... It gets gets monotonous. You're going to hear the same stuff. But... Um, this album alone, Exile to Oblivion, they're phenomenal. Like, they're very talented, and they're very underrated for what, for what they were. Um, being in the 90s, too, I mean, that's like punk central. You know what I mean? Like... Well, uh... This kind of punk central. Right. Punk um, ska. But yeah, uh, these guys are great. Definitely, uh, definitely uh, take a look. All across the board, great. This became, well, this was very much propelled, um, if we want to, like, this type of style, like, Offspring. Okay. A little heavier, though. They get some growlers yeah, well, in there, yeah. But if I were going to classify these guys, like, into a genre, like, it would be the same type of Offspring type of genre. That 90s... The lyrics are really good, up too. punk sound. The lyrics are really good in this. Um... Definitely, uh, definitely, I mean, there's definitely it. a lot more going on here as opposed to Offspring. So right. I don't, I don't want to take away, if you're not a fan of Offspring, I don't want to take away anything from this band. Um, but 
I could see where if you were an Offspring fan, you could be, you know, you would be. Easy transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is my final gem roundup. All right, on. We're going to, um, I'm going to throw in one more track here for you guys uh, of our uh, featured artists for today, uh, Resurgence. We are. Um, we are. This song is called Game Over. The reason why I picked this, again, I actually want to kind of like display some of the versatility of like this album. And I actually think like they get a little heavy in this one. Like there's some, uh, there's some actual some scream action mm-hmm. in this one. Mm-hmm. We just Which wanted is- to close it out with something that's like Game Over. I'm with you. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. That's also I'm with a fair you. point. I like, I like the symmetry. Full circle. Like, I like Full the symmetry. circle. Doing the bull dance. Feeling the flow. Feeling the flow. <laughs> circle. Starts at the top, but goes all the way around. You're, it you're doesn't one, stop. It's you're, forever. You're one of those forever. artists, aren't you, Marcus? Like, I, I did it for the art. I did it for the feel. Fuck you. I wanted to take some money from Disney. <laughs> no, I did it because I want to show the versatility of resurgence. I put my people. weird pictures at the Yale House in Gardner and make $300 a picture. And these cool dudes... I'm serious. That's a real thing. Yeah, we can like finger paint and like put them on the walls. I can and, like, fucking cover my ass in paint, sit on it, and be like, "Here you go, $600. Have a nice day." God, art is the worst sometimes. I'll give you 65. Sold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> For my ass print, you're welcome. I thought it was a moose. It's my taint. <laughs> yeah. I painted with my taint. Right, before I completely lose it, this is it. Resurgence. Game over. Enjoy.
beer is good. Today. Beer is good. Beer is good. Well, no, Jay had some of mine. I gave some of mine to Jay. I shared my beer today. Aw. I should get a purple heart. Aw. You did so good sharing. I did. Because women are gruff and wine makes no. So I was doing some research on this beer that I was drinking. Because I was like, hmm. I'm scared, Brian. It's actually pretty. So I um, I decided to go with a, because uh, uh, at one point, the, the weather patterns in fucking New England is going to turn. I actually heard a stat today. It has rained 23 out of the last 27 days Woo! in Massachusetts. Believable. Rain has fallen from the sky in 23 out of the last. If you look around days. our room here, we we are New England. So what I, I decided to go that. with is a um, I went with a hoppy summer ale from the uh, from the Riverwalk Brewing Company. Trick a yourself. Riverwalk Brewing Company. I didn't actually know this until I read the can. Is actually from Newburyport, Massachusetts. Ooh. Which Not to is, be confused with the old Berry Ports. Yeah, you know. Which is uh, the Cape, if I'm not mistaken, right? Newburyport? Regardless, it doesn't matter. Sure. So this is Riverwalk Brewing Company. This is called the Screen Door Hoppy Summer Ale. Um, for some reason, uh, once upon a time, I actually didn't think I liked summer ales, but like mm -hmm. I had one at like the Wachusa Brewing like, like last week, and like that was pretty fantastic, and I'm drinking this one. This is pretty fantastic. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to find a beer I don't like, but it's just not happening. Not happening. This is a five out of six. Impressive. It's awesome. It's good. It's not bad. Congratulations. Still cost twelve dollars for a four pack, which that's cheaper than my fifteen dollars for a four pack. Mind you, I have small cans. You yeah. have big cans. That's a four, that, four, that, four pack of little cans for fifteen, 15 bucks. Well, fourteen seventy if you want to be. Like, All right, whatever. It. Southern tier. No. I mean, it's an imperial stone. It's a nitro. That's true. That is supposed to be a sipper. So. That's like, on, the, that's like the bourbon of beer. Moving on to mine, I have taken the Southern Tier Brewing Company. 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 Put the wrong syllabus on the wrong, or wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> if you leave my syllables alone, I'll put my uh, emphasis in whatever I goddamn want. That sounds personal. <laughs> I'll show you pictures later. Um, so, <laughs> this is All the right. Blackwater Series Nitro S'mores. It is an Imperial Milk Stout. Ale with chocolate, graham crackers, and vanilla flavors. This is a nice low count of about 10% alcohol. So I've been rock hard this entire episode. Um, it's so Anthony's black, not, Anthony creamy, sounds a little heavy, compared to others. and <laughs> low moderate. <laughs> um, I mean, when you smell it, I mean, it's, it smells like s'more. It's like or cake. It's delightful cake. What did you say about the s'mores pop tart. Yeah, the s'mores pop tart. Like if vanilla. if I was eating a s'mores pop tart, mm -hmm. that's like the sensation you get in the nose. If you actually toast it, lightly toast. Yeah, no. You, you want to lightly you toast You definitely that. get the toastiness of it. Because you want to melt down the chocolate it's just gross. a smidge. You weren't a fan of it. I no no no. I'm talking about pop tarts. Oh. <laughs> you shut your mouth about the s'mores pop tart. I'm more of a. I'm. I'm I will ask you to has, leave, sir. Any pop tart that's got the frosting on it is disgusting. It's chocolate. No, it's not. I'm a toaster strudel man. Just so you guys know. Throwing that out there. That's the way to be. Thank you. Anyway, even the ones filled with like the egg and stuff actually isn't terrible. Anyway. No, they're not. Go back to what I was... Uh, <laughs> so, this is brewed and canned by the Southern Tea Brewing Company in Lakewood, New York. USA. USA. Kid. Kid. USA. Uh, no, this is actually... It was really good. It, so, us usually when you have like the, the porters and the sweeter stuff, like you get that weird kind of balance between the bitterness of the porter. So, it gets kind of wonky sometimes. 
but this being a nitro, you don't have that like backlash at the end, so it, it makes it almost like a dessert. I feel like if we took chocolate milk, added cake to it, and then put a whole bunch of alcohol, we could make the same drink. <laughs> yeah. And then nitro pressurize it. That way we can dump well, it like, into a glass. You know how they have like dessert wine and dessert drinks, like a you know chocolate fucking teeny, whatever the hell they're called. Yeah, we're probably not gonna drink this one with a steak. But I mean, this is this is like right, a beer equivalent beer. to a dessert beer. I can see yeah. by a campfire, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. A, nice, a, nice ca- a nice campfire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't drink probably more than two of these because I'd fall in said campfire. Probably have diabetes instantly. How many have you drank today? That's... Actually, this uses uh, what? I just read it, too. There's at least two cans open right now, so do, do we have to do we have to check you? This is made with lactose sugar. Was that? Milk sugar? Or it came out of a nipple. <laughs> makes- this, is nipple- this is nipple sugar, right? Is it like breast milk? What, what are we talking about? Everyone's going this on. This is made with, uh, yeah. I heard this boob, on the radio. Boob dairy. Too. Oh, boy. Oh, good Lord. Boob dairy beer. I would give this a five. <laughs> I enjoyed it. That is a huge number for Anthony. Double fives. Do you have a thought on this, Jay? Since you drank some of it? It's good. I probably wouldn't seek it out if I were seeking out an Imperial store. Not for $15. Imperial or Imperial Stout. Not with my budget. Um, I don't I don't like it. H-O-A-P-A-C-K at patreon.com so then I can stop drinking Listerine I mean any point in the storm but yeah (laughs) would you give it a number or would you rather not I give it a four alright it's drinkable alright we got got grades okay with that being said I think this episode is over I believe it is okay this episode is over go fuck yourselves wow hold on my gosh oh don't go fuck yourselves (laughs) Think, just, just wait till the end. Then Hold you can. On. Do not boot up the porn. Let yet. me do the professional. See, I was being nice. Now, I was ma- is, masturba- is masturbation considered fucking yourself? Yes. I is mean, it? For all intents and purposes. I got nothing. You guys the show. Would it be considered <laughs> penetration though? Isn't that the only way to be considered an actual fuck? All right, I'm actually getting the warnings, and my disc is almost full. So we're we're, we're filling my disc with nonsense. That's what it is. Ah, okay. So it's just I'm like, still learning. I'm yeah. still new to this. Heavy petting. Gotcha. Heavy petting. Okay, the only thing I wanted to throw out there was I wanted to say like huge thank you for uh, the guys over at Resurgence actually sharing their stuff with us. us. Yeah. And um, hopefully you enjoyed the tracks. Go check their stuff out. Um, we actually have 10 album downloads to give away. We're gonna have we to do. Fi- yeah, yeah. We're we going yeah, yeah. to have to figure out something clever. So uh, keep, keep, keep an eye on our... Uh, stuff away. Keep keep an eye on our social medias and like we actually have album giveaways for uh, for the for our boys over at uh, Resurgence. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, so we'll come up with something clever. We're not gonna do that now because obviously we're, 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 how many album, we're how many releases? Ten. Ten. Okay. Okay. Because so, I want to break it up. You guys take so many and, and I'll take so many and then I'll be the asshole who doesn't give them out. You're an asshole normally. Well, they're just you codes. can't just be something you are. They're, they're just codes. They're Bandcamp downloads. Okay. <laughs> it's my code to give away. So, I've the, listened to this song 11 times. The, the guys over at Resurgence. What are you willing and, to do? And all the bands that we actually listed, obviously the whole reason why we do this is for you guys to go check them out. We will link them. The, the whole point of this is like you actually go out there and uh, go listen to go listen to them like directly. And uh, def- so Resurgence like and everybody that was uh, listening today is like the Hidden Gems. Definitely worth checking so why out. We, why don't we say like the first 10 people who, who email us? With an interest with the band, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get involved in the with the with the social media. So it's a little more immediate. Sometimes the listeners, like over like a thirty day period, or mm-hmm. but they may not listen the first day, and then they kind of right. You know it's like I mean? they might still be on episode like thirty one. Yeah. 
and we're on like episode 57. You know, like there's a, there's a lot of hours of us talking nonsense out there in the world. We can. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that. That's why I said we'll figure this out. All right, this is an off-air conversation. So <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right, we're on air. All right, go leave a review, whatever platform that you actually listen to us on. Uh, email us hmoa number six pack at gmail.com if you have any direct feedback and you want to uh, just chit chat with us or give us any of your thoughts. Um, other than that, check out the bands, spread the metal, have fun. Cheers. Peace. That is the end of this episode. Another fun-filled day in the world of heavy metal over a six-pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. See you next time. <laughs>